Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Finally, perhaps, did WWE tease The Rock's return to the company for next week's Raw Triple X? I am Luke Owen, D-A-D, your jam that champion. No one's taking this belt away from me come the Royal Rumble, although it is Tempest, so I don't fancy my chances. I'm also your Quizlemania champion, and no one's taking this away from me, although I will have to face Tempest at some point, so I don't fancy my chances. And I'm joined by Chopper Pete Quinnell, here to review Monday Night Raw. Please do press subscribe this is your first time here. We've just passed 70,000 subscribers. So next Wednesday, we'll be doing our 10-hour Royal Rumble randomizer stream. A live stream reaction, we're going to watch 10 Royal Rumble, well, we're going to watch 10 hours worth of, of random Royal Rumbles, so please do come over and join us for that. More details on that. excited. More details on that a little bit later on. Uh, press the thumbs up button and leave your comment down below if you're watching this on demand with what you thought of this week's Raw. Get in your live chats here and your ultra chats to wrestledog.com forward slash support. So, Pete Quinnell. Hello. This was a uh, an interesting episode of Raw in, the, in that... It was very much a filler episode. Mm. It was an episode that was nah, next week's the next week's the one you actually want to watch. But yes. uh, we still have to do a show this week. Mm. But it still presented a very good show. Mm -hmm. And despite the fact that this was a filler show, it didn't really feel like a filler show in a way. It definitely was for sure a filler show. Mm -hmm. But it didn't feel like it didn't have that. It didn't have a lazy atmosphere to it. If you get what I mean. Absolutely. Yeah. Much like. Avatar The Last Airbender, a.k.a. The Greatest Show of All Time. Even the filler episodes are still pretty good. And in Avatar's case, some of the filler episodes are some of the best episodes in the whole show. Not the point. Uh, this one I thought was still really good, mm. in that nothing was really throwaway. Everything still built stories and continued pushes and continued stories and characters and all that stuff. It was, it was just a, a solid show. And it, to me, this is like... Your bog standard average show. Uh -huh. This is like the baseline of what a show should be. And anything more that you do than this should be like, that's a good episode beyond that. Yeah. This is like solid. This was like, 
this was a three out of five show. I agree. Like there used to be a time when you'd watch spoilers more. for the rating at the end of the show. <laughs> this was a three out of five raw. Like, but there, you know, there were weeks of raw in the past. If you got a three out of five, you'd be like, oh, because it was just this is such a step up from where it has been mm. uh, the previous couple of weeks. Yeah. It's like, oh, we've been dying for a, an average episode like this for a while. No, this is just, this is a good baseline level of Raw. Matches were good. Every segment served a purpose. Mm -hmm. Everything progressed something else. So it was mm -hmm. grand. Like you had this opening segment that set up your tag match for next week. You also had a tag match that, that further pushed the storyline of that tag match they were setting up in the opening. You had builds for Royal Rumble entrance in Amos, and I thought more spectacularly, Bronson Reed. And Cody Rhodes. And Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes was announced for the Royal mm -hmm. Rumble. We'll get onto that in a little bit. There were also teases for next week mm -hmm. in terms of Becky and Bailey set up a steel cage match for Raw 30 next week. Mm. We've also got... This segment that we're going to open with here, well, the Judgment Day match as well, Judgment mm. Day versus the Usos for only the Raw Tag Team Championships. Yep. We'll come on to that in a little bit. Yep. But there was also a line in this opening segment. Um, I've been asked if I could say nachos again, because I said it in the news today. Nachos. Any particular reason? Just where I said nachos. I assume... They find it funny because other would, others would say nachos. Who then? No, no one in the world says nachos. I mean, you sounded like a bit of a surfer bro when you said that. Nachos, <laughs> nachos bro. Nachos, bro. <laughs> no, nachos. <laughs> say it proper. Um, anyway, uh, this segment here was the Usos came out, flanked mm. by Solo Sokoa. No Sami Zayn, so minus five stars. And but it's intentional. Whatever. <laughs> There's a reason why he's not there, Luke. Yes, They're not just not putting him on the show. It, it's because P.T. Williams was in the same segment <laughs> and they didn't want to have too much star power. You're absolutely right, Pete. Of course. So, so the Usos come out, flanked by Solo Sokawa, and they're here to be like, hey, guess what? We run SmackDown. Hey, guess what? We run Raw. Hey, we're going to be doing this tag match next week and we're going to remain the tag team champions. But they also announced an acknowledgement ceremony next week for Roman Reigns, mm -hmm. which will involve every generation of the bloodline. Mm -hmm. Now, they've announced quite a few legends for next week's show already. Yes. It's a lineup of bad legends. <laughs> yeah, with the exception of maybe like two. Yeah, The Undertaker. Yep. Cool. Yep. And then it's like, I mean, look, I, I'm always excited to see Waltman. But Waltman was on the show not mm -hmm. that long ago, as yep. was uh, Road Dog. Uh, Sean Michaels. Sean, yeah, he's, he was also on the show the just a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Yeah, Kurt yeah. Angle, who was also on the show a few weeks ago. I want to say a few weeks ago. It was like a couple of months back because it was the DX uh, anniversary yes, episode. Yeah, and the Kurt Angle thing was a couple of weeks ago. Teddy Long will be there. Holla, holla, player. Yep. When I think of Monday Night Raw... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure thinking of SmackDown general manager Theodore Long, player. <laughs> that Hell's Gate has been banned oh, yeah. on Raw as well. Of course. Uh, Jerry Lawler. Mm -hmm. The Bella Twins. Hey, WWE Hall of Famers. Road Dog. There he is. He's Every backstage anyway. Everyone's favorite dog. Um, Farouk. Yeah. And Ric Flair. And Ric Flair. Ric Flair, I suppose, is the more surprising one because yeah. he's sort of been angling to try and get back into the company. Yeah. 
as all of a sudden just start saying nice things about Triple H so that he can try and get some work on WWE again. Um, so that was kind of like the announcement of Legends. Yeah. But within that, they didn't announce any of the Bloodline. Mm -hmm. You know, they didn't like Afa and Siku, who I mm -hmm. imagine will be on the show. Rikishi. Uh, or Rikishi, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like there will be sort of like key members of the Anawaii family. Mm. Hey, maybe Nia Jax will be on the show. Maybe Tamina. Maybe Tamina. No one Mina. She wasn't on the graphic. Yeah. She's not part of the Legends that was announced. So maybe she'll also Trailblazer. She, maybe she'll be in the segment as well. But of course, there is one name that Twitter was ablaze with when it came to speculation mm. on who could return. And that is, of course, Tony Storm. Because <laughs> it's the only way that this makes sense. Of course. No, I'm I'm being facetious, of course. It is The Rock. Mm. Everyone has taken that line of every generation of the bloodline. And because one of the big reports, not just in the last few months, the last like year, year and a bit. Mm -hmm. It's been like multiple years that WWE have been, or not WWE, like there have been reports that they've wanted to do this match. It's The Rock versus Roman Reigns. I think it's been speculated pretty much since Reigns became the tribal chief. Since yeah, he started calling much. himself the head of the table, he had the, you know, the, that crowning moment at Hell in a Cell when uh, Afro and Seeker were there and gave him the lay and everything. Everyone's been like, Oh, are they going to do a Roman versus Rock match? So he was truly head of the table. Like, I think in fans' minds, at least, even if it wasn't what WWE were planning at the time, that's kind of where people's minds went from about then, which is like, what, October 2020? Yeah. Has been building since. And they've done teasers on Young Rock mm, uh, and even yeah. things like that. Like, there's just lots of speculation abound that we are going to get Rock versus Roman. Mm -hmm. Presumably at WrestleMania. It is WrestleMania Goes Hollywood. Mm. Um, it really feels like this might be. But, I mean, I know last year was as well, but like a real a year where we're like doing a lot of part-timer mm -hmm. celebrity matches because the other big rumored match for Mania this year is going to be Austin Theory versus John Cena, mm -hmm. which, you know, we've been speculating on this show for a, a little while now because Theory has just been dropping in Cena references left, right and center. So yeah. we're like, okay, we're setting so in the seeds for this. And then Fightful had their report that they filmed a segment together to set up their Mania match. Yeah, But on in, in for this one in particular... The, the reports have been sort of ramping up and ramping up and ramping up as to whether or not The Rock is going to be part of WrestleMania this year. Mm -hmm. Cody Rhodes have returned. People are like, oh, you do Cody Night 1, you do The Rock Night 2. You don't need the titles for Rock Roman. You just need yada, yada, yada. But with this segment, and looking specifically at this segment, ignoring the reports and everything, did you feel... Like, was that your reaction when he said the line? I... <laughs> My reaction was kind of split between two things. Was one, that's fun. I hope The Rock's there. Mm. And then the second was, I actually kind of hope that The Rock isn't there. Mm. Specifically, so when Rock does come back, he can say, you missed me out of this. Why wasn't I invited to this every generation of the bloodline? I am the bloodline kind of thing. Like you can have Rock intentionally like, you missed someone out from this um, acknowledgement ceremony because I'm the true head of the table, etc. Like, him not being there, I think, furthers the story possibly better than him coming back next week. I actually agree with you as well, because like, The Rock coming back next week makes sense in the fact that it's Raw 30. Mm -hmm. So there's already going to be a lot more eyes on the product next week anyway. For sure. And if you have The Rock come back, mm -hmm. like, it's going to be... That's going to be sort of like social media ablaze. That means the YouTube numbers will probably do better. Yeah. And they'll be sort of like, you know, this, that, and the other. It will, it will lead to good business. But 
it will very much overshadow Roman versus Kevin Owens at mm. the Rumble. Yeah. And you could argue that you should really use next week's segments with Roman there to further that, mm -hmm. to build your Rumble match. Yeah. Because really the build for the Rumble match thus far has just been Kevin Owens brawling with the Usos. Like they had the tag match on SmackDown, but because Roman's not there a lot, it is just Kevin Owens brawling with the Usos or brawling with Solo Sokoa. So you can, you need to have an in-ring segment with Kevin Owens and Roman mm. next week in order to really build their Universal Championship match at the pay-per-view. But if The Rock comes back, ain't no one talking about Kevin Owens versus Roman. They're just going to be talking about The Rock. Mm. So I kind of see it as like a really delicate balancing act. Mm. It makes so much sense for The Rock to be there next week. But it also makes all the sense not to put him on next week for all the reasons I just mentioned then, but also reasons you mentioned mm -hmm. that there's actually a really good storyline you can do then post-Rumble mm -hmm. with The Rock. Yeah, exactly. And I think the only way you can kind of get the best of both worlds here if you have The Rock return, but still have people care about the Owens match at the Rumble. And I, I don't think this would actually work in practice, but if Rock came back to be like, you're not the true head of the table, I am. Mm -hmm. And Kevin Owens is going to prove that by beating you at the Rumble. He's like backing Kevin Owens and being like, he's the guy that should dethrone you at this point. And then after that, you know, we can have a Rock versus Roman match to see who's the true head of the table, whatever. I don't think it would actually work. I think people would still just be like, cool, so we're getting Rock Roman then and mm -hmm. still not care about the title match. But I think they might try and have Rock back, but also say, please still care about the Owens match. And I don't know if it would work in practice. Like, I, Ro I think Rock does the, the the Royal Rumble 2014 mm. finish. Yes, the 2014 exactly. finish where he's like... 2015. 2015 yeah. one, yeah, yeah, where he comes down like points at Roman Reigns yeah. after winning the Rumble and the crowd go, boo! <laughs> Looks very confused. But... But I'm I'm the movie man. <laughs> Why aren't you cheering me? I was saying boo words. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I I think The Rock is coming back next week. I personally, if it was me booking it, not thinking about ratings boosts and everything, would just not have Rock next week specifically to build to Rock coming back to then say I wasn't here, mm -hmm. and that that's important for him because you can you can have the argument on the story of Roman has been saying that he's the head of the table for like three years, nearly three years now, two and a half. Um, and Rock can come back and be like, actually, I'm the true head of the table. And that's fine. That's a, that's a good enough story. I think it will work better if there is something that actually plays out on WWE TV of Roman being acknowledged as the head of the table by literally everybody else in the Samoan dynasty and Rock being like, uh-uh, <laughs> you missed out someone, buddy. It's me. If you have an actual tangible thing that everyone can see happening, then The Rock uses that as the springboard for the feud. I think, personally, that works a little bit better. Actually, yeah, it's not bad as well, because that's, for me, like, the Rock roadblock at the moment, the Rock block, if you will, is... Rock block end of the line. <laughs> it's the titles, mm -hmm. and it's the rumble. Yeah. And if you're doing Rock Roman at WrestleMania, you mm -hmm. kind of... You almost feel like it's kind of it's an old WWE mentality to have. It's very much a Vince mentality to have, which is like, well, it's the biggest match. The title should be on the line. Yeah, but if it's biggest about WrestleMania match of all time between Reigns and Lesnar, because all the belts were on <laughs> yeah, the line, exactly. But if you did, in which case, then with that, you were like, well, okay, well, The Rock then needs to be in the Rumble. The Rock needs to win the Rumble because mm -hmm. otherwise. If if Cody wins the Rumble, mm -hmm. but Rock also is getting a title shot at WrestleMania, it's like, well, what was the point of the Rumble? Yeah. Like it, it sort of like undermines a lot of this. Yep. However, if it's night one of WrestleMania 
And it's not about the titles. Mm -hmm. It's just about the disrespect you show who is the, really the true head of this table. This yeah. is actually more than about championship belts. Mm -hmm. This is about this is about pride. This is about family. This and the other. So night one is just the dream match. Yeah. And then night two, payoff of the rumble, mm -hmm. Cody faces Rome. Yeah. That is probably that's a that is a way round it. That also makes storyline sense mm -hmm. for why The Rock doesn't want the belts. Because Rock's just like, hey, you disrespected me in mm -hmm. on Raw 30 by not having me involved. Yeah. I like that a lot. Because otherwise we are getting into a very murky situation. Yeah. Sure. Uh, that, I, that I don't... I'm very curious to see how we're going to get out of. Mm. Or Rock just shows up next week and it's just like, hey, it's me and you at WrestleMania. Yeah. And then it's like, well, okay, now we've overshadowed Owens and we probably overshadowed the Rumble as well. And the Rumble will be for the United States title. <laughs> Hey, you never know. I've heard they've, worse. They've done it this. with Money in the Bank, so you know at this point, have the Rumble winner face Austin Theory. Who cares? It'll be Cena. Um, I mean, I tell, I'm, we're going. I'm going to jump into this now, and then we'll go into Ultra Chats, and we'll talk about the the rest of the show sure. afterwards because the the segment was interrupted by the Judgment Day. Mm -hmm. Judgment Day came out because it's Judgment Day versus the Usos for the Raw Tag Team Championships mm -hmm. next week. A point that you and I both missed, which yes. is on us, not on anyone else. And but I'll I'll get onto that in just a moment. And then later on, we had a match between Judgment Day versus very much now Babyface Alpha Academy. Big fan. Oh, big, big fan of Babyface Alpha Academy. Oh, but they were absolutely so rad mm. in this match. But I loved the finish of it, which is that Damien did everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Damien hit the South of Heaven off the second rope onto Otis, then laid out Gable because Gable had Dominic in the ankle lock and Dominic was definitely going to tap out. But it took Rhea Ripley distraction and Damien Priest, but it was Dominic that got the pin. My question to you, Pete, is mm -hmm. do you think there's a title change next week? I think there's every chance that there's a title change next week. And is that because of the build they've done for Judgment Day, or is it because it is solely for only the Raw tag titles? Yes. But... <laughs> They've done a really good job pushing Judgment Day. So they are genuinely challengers for the Usos. I think they, if it was a normal tag match on a pay-per-view, there's still a chance. I think the Judgment Day could win. The fact that it's for the Raw tag titles, for me, kind of indicates that they are going to drop them. Uh, it also could be a really good swerve for them specifically to say, it's for the Raw tag titles, they're going to lose, they're going to lose, and then they just win. That was my thinking. Yeah is I, I i was i was kind of puzzling about this after the show we did last week because mm -hmm. we took some flack for not noticing that it was only for the raw belts yeah. you know chat was pointing out to us being like guys you keep saying it's for the, the all the gold but it's, like, it's only for these belts yeah they'd they'd mentioned on commentary and there was a backstage thing with adam pierce and i said it kind of twigged with me like a couple of days afterwards being like well, how did i not notice this i mm. watched the show how did i not notice this and it's because i go they didn't really make a big deal out of it. Mm -hmm. I would have thought that if you're ununifying tag belts, it would be a really big angle. It would be a mm. really big deal. It would be like, there'd be lots of interviews about it. There'd be mm -hmm. like lots of promo segments about it. There'd be stuff with Roman. There'd mm -hmm. be way more about this than just one backstage, backstage segment with Pierce and then some mentions of it on commentary yeah. that weren't like overtly like nonstop talking about it. This feels like it should be a bigger deal. Yeah. And that's why I think they're not switching the belts next mm. week. It's just to make you think, as a viewer, 
well, the only reason they're putting one set of tag titles on the line is because Judgment Day are going to win. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's almost like a clever ruse. Yeah. Like, like the argument works both ways in kind, sure of a, in kind of a spectacular way. Like, I think it's a really good bit of storytelling. It's it's literally game theory. It, it's what it is. It is trying to second guess what WWE are thinking. And based on what you think WWE are thinking, you then have a different uh, outcome of what you think the match is going to be. Yeah. And, I don't know. It's made me very intrigued for next week. That much is for sure. I think, uh, to your point as well, I think they could have done it if they are going to split the belts and literally going to have the Usos lose at least one set of them. Uh, I think it would have been really effective for that backstage segment to be like, right, had enough of the Usos. You're going to separate your belts and we're going to find number one contenders for both the Raw and the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. And we're going to find that out through the Tag Team Gauntlet match on Raw tonight. And on SmackDown, we're going to have a tournament. And the winner of that tournament is going to get the SmackDown Tag Team belts at the Royal Rumble. Like you have like an actual like, here's what we're going to do for both sets of belts rather than like, it's for the Raw Tag Title belts. And then on SmackDown, you get like SmackDown Tag Belts for the tournament. And like that's it. There's no like yeah. hype surrounding it. Yeah, particularly. I mean, yeah, there is that as well. I suppose. I, I think it's because um, I, I was going to mention something. And then, uh, there was something in the chat. I just wanted to address this because someone said, "Don't justify the, your mistake." I'm not trying to justify. I made an error. Oh yeah, just a flat out. I made an error mm. last week, but I I didn't pick up on it. Mm. But that's why I was asking. I was like, well, why didn't I pick up on it? Yeah. I'm not justifying my mistake. I made a mistake. Yes. Um, but I do feel like they just you know. I, d- I would have thought they would have made a bigger deal. I thought they would have as well. Yeah. But as an error on my part, that is not an error on WWE's part, it's, mm. it's certainly on me. But I also think it might just be a clever way to make us think. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, they just switched the games. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Well, let's get into your ultra chat on this episode of Monday Night Raw. Let's see what you all thought. BM Whitehouse says, morning, guys. Simple question, really. Everyone is talking about what to do with Roman at Mania, but no one is talking about Roman after Mania. What do you guys think that WWE should do? This is why I said that you should have Rock versus Roman at Mania and you wait for Cody till post-Mania. Because, well, no, what I really said was Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania and he dethrones Roman. And then you can have maybe a Cody versus Roman thing, not for the belts post-Mania. And then you can have Cody going against Sami or something for the belts later. That would be me, but I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know because it really all depends on what is happening with, with Roman at Mania. Like, mm. it's if it is... Cody versus Roman, and it really feels like Cody is winning the Rumble. Sure does. Year. Sure does feel like that. If it, if it, if it, if the Rock isn't showing up next week and saying I'm entering the Royal Rumble, Cody sure feels like he is like the only winner at the moment. What if it's Cody and Sami Zayn as the final two in the Rumble? If Cody wins, I think people are going to turn on it's Cody. It's not going to be. It's not going to be a good reaction. You need to get Sami out of there way before. Yeah. Either or you. I mean, you run the risk of of Brian Daniel seeing this, not having Sammy in the Rumble. I was gonna say you either you you can't have Sammy in the Rumble if Sammy's not gonna win. I think you either need a very good storyline reason for him not to win, like massive distractions, Kevin Owens costs him whatever, like some sort of big thing mm -hmm. as to why he doesn't win, or the bloodline turns on him on that night and he doesn't win the Rumble because of that, like a a, a big deal as to why Sammy doesn't win, or you don't have him in the Rumble because if he's in the Rumble and he gets eliminated. Boom. Yeah, you need to announce ahead of time that he is not in the Rumble. Exactly. Because that or, was the, or like that, you write him out. That was the, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Even then, like you're still running the risk of people thinking he's going to be a surprise entrant mm. in the Rumble. You need it's to true. make it clear he is not in the Rumble because yeah. that was the problem with with Danielson mm -hmm. in 2014. Is that yeah. everyone just assumed he was in the Rumble? Yeah. So when Rey Mysterio came out and he had the temerity to not be Danielson, we were like, boom! Yeah. You go away, Ray. We want Daniel Bryan. We want Daniel Bryan. Thank you very much. Yeah. So for me, it all depends on if it is Cody, does Cody win? Because mm. if Cody wins, yeah. that completely changes the trajectory of what you're doing with, with Roman post-Mania. I'm genuinely so curious as to what's going to happen at the Rumble. And like we're going to get a big hint about that next week, probably, with the, the acknowledgement ceremony and everything. But I'm still so curious about how the Rumble's going to play out. Yeah. Because I think there's a correct answer and the correct answer is Sami Zayn. And I'm curious to see what happens if Cody wins. Is it going to be like, yay, Cody's won? Or is it going to be like, oh, for God's sake, Cody won? Yeah. Or is it going to be, oh, for God's sake, The Rock won? It's not Sami, you know? Like The Rock last eliminates Sami Zayn to win or something like yeah. that. Like you could totally see something like that happening. And I think it might not be accepted all that well. It's, it's going to be very curious to see. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, our next uh, Ultra Chat comes in. We, there's a problem with Streamlabs at the moment where it's not recognizing certain usernames. So mm. unfortunately, this is coming as unknown user. I do apologize for that mm. saying. I don't see The Rock showing up uh, for the Royal Rumble or Raw 30 next week. He generally doesn't need to. He can just show up and get a match. I mean, that is, yes. that is true. But if you are going to have The Rock show up, like next week's the time to do it because it's Raw 30. It's the... It's, one of the biggest stars of Raw history. Mm -hmm. That's the time to do it, surely, on the big celebration anniversary show. Oh, I like the next Ultra Chat. I like this idea a lot. Ten Rosa, lads, The Rock will purposefully not show up and Reigns will make reference to it and take that as a slight on him 
That's lovely. It will build even more at the Rumble when he does return. It will mark out for Rock coming back. Um, and who do you put with Stone Cold? That's a good point. There's also a story that Stone Cold might be wrestling yeah. it out. Steve Austin might be jam that jam. That's great. That's the one. That's a thing. really good idea. Because we've all been looking at it as like the Rock is the one who feels slighted by not being part of it. Mm. it but it makes so much more sense for it to be Reigns. If the Rock doesn't acknowledge it, oh, that's so the Reigns like what a mm -hmm. beautiful little character thing for him as well to yeah. be like he won't do it, and that's the step. Here's a way. Here's something. I don't think this would undermine the Kevin Owens title match at the Rumble necessarily. Rock comes back next week, and everyone in the ring acknowledges Roman except Rock, and he's like, no, and he just walks out and doesn't acknowledge him. I don't think that undermines the Owens title match necessarily. People will be talking about it and be like, right, that's probably the Mania program. But I think at least in kayfabe, it doesn't undermine the Owens title match. That's still a thing that's happening. Mm -hmm. Maybe they can have an angle later on the show with Owens and Reigns to like say that. Or, or Owens comes out afterwards, but <laughs> idiot. Yeah. He didn't even acknowledge you, you numpty. And then they have a fight or whatever afterwards. Yeah, yeah there's, there's, there's something to work with there. You have a brawl. Pity Williams breaks it up. Five star segments. Five stars, yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Yeah. And I, Sammy Zane will be there too, so five stars. Yeah, well, yeah, Sammy will actually be there next week. Every generation of the bloodline. <gasps> what if they turn on Sammy Zane? Well, that's the angle next week is like, that's the big that's thing. That's the breakup. That is everyone in the bloodline. Because he's who's, not. Who's this guy? Yeah, because he's not. And that's that has been Owens' whole shtick is that you're not really part of the bloodline. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're just a guy with them. Yeah. You're not Ooh. family with them. Interesting. Like that's when they do the turn. And Roman turns on Sammy before Sammy turns on him. You because there's been teasers of Sammy not getting along and like the angle on SmackDown was so good. Like there's, there's, so, there's, so good. There's enough reason for Roman's paranoia to kick in and be like, right, Sammy's going to turn on us soon. Let's turn on him before he turns on us. There's storyline reason for it to happen. It's going to happen. I've, I've booked <sighs> it now. It's going to happen next week. Sami Zayn's going to get kicked out of the bloodline. That's the angle. And this is the thing. This is what I said with the um, uh, the DX show. And why like one of the things that really irked me about the DX show is mm -hmm. that it didn't do anything. Yes. It didn't accomplish anything. It mm -hmm. was just DX came out for seven minutes and did their crap catchphrases. Yes. This, and like this, what Raw 1000 is you use these big shows mm -hmm. to have your really big angle. Yeah. You want to have a killer angle next week that's going to get a lot of people talking. That is an angle that's going to get people talking. It's not The Rock coming back. It's not mm -hmm. built for the, the Kevin Owens match. But it, but them turning on Sammy does build the Kevin mm -hmm. Owens match because that's intrinsically linked to the story. Sure is. Oh! I'm excited for next week, gang. So there. It's Festival of Friendship 2.0. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. What? What? Mm, I'm trying to think of the best way. Like the reveal of like, why am I on this list? Like, <laughs> like, like the one line that's going to be like, a, oh, they're yeah. going to turn on Sammy. Like that um, moment of we aren't us knowing before Sammy does. It's the tree. It's like the family tree. The family tree, I'm and not Sammy's not on it. Yeah. Oh. You know, it's a oh. reveal of a new T-shirt. Where's yeah. my name? Where's Where's my name? Oh. Oh. Give, I mean, I'm guys, guys, week, Raw, Raw 30 is not, it's a stacked old show anyway. Sure is, Because yeah. it's, it's Lashley Theory, it's Becky Bailey in a cage, it's mm. this, it's the tag match. There's a lot to look forward to next week. I, I really want to do a video essay that's like four hours long of me just diving into the Bloodline story. Here's why at every single beat of the story, this thing is the best thing that wrestling's ever done. Because it is the best thing that wrestling's ever done. Don't at me. Certainly you. There's only a debate to be had about it. Oh, it just is, though. <laughs> I am right. Much like 
Don't say it, Pete. <laughs> you know where I'm going. I know where you're going, Pete, but don't, because there's going to be such, such a small part of this audience that's going to understand what you mean when you say this. But you know what? Say it out of context. Say it, Pete. I'm, the, the mic is yours. You say it out of context. Bolognese sauce is a sauce you put with meat to make bolognese. That's it. Bolognese sauce does not include the meat. Let's carry on. I also want to give a shout out to uh, Finn Balor in this segment because he referred to Dominic as ex condom. <laughs> he laughs so much. And then Dominic at the Uso said, yeah. you, wouldn't have, you wouldn't know what it's like <laughs> to be in prison. It's like, oh, buddy. Oh, boy. What a wonderful little rib that is. Oh, that's so funny. I love it. I love it so much. Also, I really loved uh, Rhea stepping into the face of Solo Sakara. Oh, man. I mean, there's a lot more to dive into this segment, honestly, because like Dom's saying that they that it smells is very funny yeah the usos were so good in this one i love when they have like one person says a thing the other one set in interjects with a thing come back come back 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 and forth between the two usos and they were listing all the tag teams that they beaten as part of their run i was like oh man these guys are so good at promos and then we got the rear ripley staring off with solo Sky, and i was like well this is a match i want now thank you very much this was dominic comedy that actually connected with an audience this audience got what it was this week mm. i talked last week about how there was an audience that didn't that weren't in on the joke and yes. didn't quite get it so the segment felt very very flat mm. this was an audience that got it yeah and that's again that's what i was talking about last week is like it's just it takes a little couple of weeks for everyone to kind of like all catch up with what we're trying to do here so i think here everyone got it everyone got the joke and i thought they played it so much better this week than they did last week yeah it led to Solo Sakura versus Mustafa Ali because who's that jumping out the sky? A L I Mustafa, com comma Mustafa, uh, who jumped onto Solo Sakura, ruining the Solo Sakura Rhea Ripley stare Genuinely, down. Genuinely, very cool stare down. Mustafa Ali jumps in. I was like, oh, oh boo. boo you, Ali. I wanted to see the cool thing. Um, basically, this was a squash match. Um, yeah. Ali got a brief bit of offense in because Solo Sakura got distracted by Kevin Owens. But very good near fall. Very, very good near very fall. Good. Uh, but Solo hit the Simone spike and got the win. Nice. Kevin Owens immediately attacked Solo after the match and tried to put him through the announcer's table. But uh, the Uso showed up again. Big brawl. PD Williams broke everything up. So, you know, everyone's safe. I like that Owens tried to do the exact same thing that they did on SmackDown. Like he tried to do the same, like splash through the table that Solo did to him on SmackDown. Like yeah, revenge thing. very, very, very nice. nice. Uh, Bobby Lashley cut a promo for tonight's main event. That's good. Uh, and then we got a, a video promo for Raw 30. Mm. Now... I'm, I'm only making reference to this because it was a very cool video package. Mm. It showed you all of the clips you'd expect to see from Raw's illustrious 30-year mm. history. You know, they were like, no no show has ever accomplished what Raw's done. It's been a weekly staple of, of Monday nights. Blah, 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 blah. The beer truck, the limousine, Braun, tripping up, Braun tipping over the, mm. that. All that good stuff, right? It's soundtracked by, I thought originally the original, but it's clearly someone who has just sampled it. Eiffel 65's blue. <laughs> I was so distracted by this. Yeah. Because I just went, is that Eiffel 65's <laughs> blue open brackets, dabba dee, dabba die, close brackets? <laughs> went back and listened to it again. I was like, I mean, it isn't that, but yeah. it's the same of da 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 da
And I was like, this is the red show. Yep. Smackdown's the blue. Blue. So I was massively distracted by this. It makes total sense. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that song is, but I think they should feel bad for writing it. Mm. Um, we got our third and final Roads to Recovery video. Mm -hmm. I'm actually a, a bit annoyed that it's not been called Roads to Recovery this entire time. But these, this was another great video. Uh, he went training at the Nightmare Factory. He's done the work. He's ready. It's not a question of if, it's when. Mm -hmm. He'll be back at the Rumble. Yeah. Um, I saw quite a lot of people on on the old Twitter machine this morning being like, I don't understand why WWE would announce this ahead of time. Mm. I thought they already did. Like, the, like they, they, they didn't announce. They were certainly... Them airing Cody Rhodes' recovery videos before the Royal Rumble certainly indicated to most people that Cody Rhodes is going to be in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, yes. that's not a secret. That's <laughs> not something they're trying to hide. It's quite clear that he was going to come back at the Rumble. And I saw a lot of people very upset. They're like, there's no surprises these days. Like, it wouldn't be a surprise. You know he's coming back. Yeah. And you can make the argument that they shouldn't have played the recovery video packages anyway. And maybe you could have played them post-Rumble, after his return, to show his journey that he's been on, after you've seen him come back, to have that big surprise pop. And that's an entirely different argument. And maybe I agree with you, that maybe they shouldn't have done anything at all, and just had Cody Rhodes come back as a surprise. I think that would have been great. Um, but they have already been playing these for a few weeks now. We know he's coming back. So them announcing that he's going to be in the Rumble now is not a surprise. That's not a surprise ruined. That is just... Yes, this is what we thought was going to happen. Yeah, I, I, I certainly didn't have the oh, they've ruined a, a rumble surprise. Mm. Not, and it's not even because like I we figured that he was going to be in the rumble. It, it, honestly, the thought never even crossed my mind. Mm. Um, uh, for me, also was I was like, it's only been seven months mm. to recover from that injury yeah. in seven months. Whoa, May last that year is nuts. It's crazy, absolutely nuts. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to skip the next segment because we'll tie that into the Elias match. Mm -hmm. um, we next got Street Profits versus the Hurt Business. Well, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Yep. Uh, this match was not going to go through a commercial break, so they ran at 1,000 miles an hour. It did go through a commercial break. Did it go through a commercial break? Yeah, because MVP came down and said, well, MVP's here. Had break. I did. I honestly just thought, I'm only thinking back to it now. This match went so quick that mm. maybe didn't have, I I stand corrected there. Mm. They just went at a thousand miles an hour they because sure did. they didn't have much time regardless. But yeah. But this was a, a bizarre little finish here because as you mentioned, MVP came out. Mm. He's not quite he's not managing them yet. He's just sort of been having conversations with them to try he's got them back on the same page, got them back tagging again. But he's looking to perhaps, you know, he's looking to reunite the hurt business. Mm -hmm. Conversation now with Bubbles last week. Yeah. And he gets involved in this finish by trying to pull Cedric Alexander out of the way of a Dawkins splash. Yeah. Only Dawkins hit the splash. Yep. And so he pulled him out of the way late. And they also did it right in front of the referee. Yeah. So commentary were fumbling over themselves to explain what happens. It was really quite disastrous in a way. And... It led to a, a, a near fall for Cedric, but Dawkins reversed the pinfall and got a pin of his own. Yeah. So I, I think the MVP spot was slightly blown, and then Cedric and Shelton argued with him afterwards, which isn't uh, it's not the best it's rocky foundations for this Hurt Business reunion. Yes. It's, it's an odd one, because I think the Street Profits winning is probably the right move, but I, still, I think so. But I think you should be telling a better story of Cedric and Shelton 
are good, but they're not quite winning together and they need that something to make them start winning again. That something is the Hurt Business. And that's when MVP comes in to reunite the whole faction to be like, here you go, here's the thing that's going to make you start winning again. And that's when they start winning. But I think having MVP get involved and distracting, but then they still lose is really muddy. I don't think you needed all these elements to it. Particularly with last week as well. Like I made that point last week. It's just like MVP in his promo said, I'm already getting Shelton and Cedric's careers back on track. Mm. And then they lost really quite easily yeah, in, exactly. the, in the tag tournaments. Yeah, I think you're right. Like it, it needed, if you're going to do an MVP interference spot, it almost needs to lead to them winning. So they realize that they do need MVP. Yes. Uh, Kathy interviewed... Um, I read here FB. Finn Balor. Oh, Finn Balor. That would be why. Um, I really should write out better notes. Mm. Uh, Alpha Academy Interview Walker. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what team could be FB? Because Alpha <laughs> Academy are here. Um, Alpha Academy walked up. They were very much the baby faces now. Mm-hmm. And it Good. still works because they have not changed anything about Gable's character. Muy bueno. I loved mm-hmm. all of this. Uh, then we got an awesome, awesome segment. I think started off on exactly the right foot because Kevin Patrick had the line of the night on commentary. Where's this Kevin Patrick been? Because oh. Becky Lynch comes out of the crowd yeah. uh, to call out Bailey. And she says, Bailey, get out here, you big dope. And there's a pause. And Kevin Patrick said, that's a big insult in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> in a very serious voice as well. Very quietly just, dope's actually a very strong insult in Ireland. <laughs> what a line. Well done, Kevin Patrick. Absolute line of the night. Really, really fun. I genuinely paused to laugh. Yeah. I had I'm to pause it to laugh. Rewound to mm. hear again. Yeah. The, the, the pause, oh. then delivery, so, so great. Well done. I think he had that coffee that you asked for him, him to have last It's about week. time. Yeah. Someone woke him up. However, she also called her a Karen, and yeah. that led to... It got off to a bit of a rocky start. This, yeah. Because it was just Becky and Bailey talking over each other about what a Karen is. Yeah. And neither of them, every, they were like, oh, no, my line's better. No, no my line's, I, but, I need, but I need, and like neither of them really got their point across. Mm-hmm. And it was just sort of like, oh, and this, oh, no, this is not good. But then they just got into the meat of the promo and this really got great. I thought the content of this promo was absolutely phenomenal. I thought this was really good stuff, drawing on their combined history, their time in NXT, the call-up that Becky had alongside the other horsewomen that wasn't with Bailey, uh, and how Becky then became the man, and like just referencing their own history within WWE, which, shockingly, is something WWE don't do very often, which is baffling because they have so much history to draw on. It was a promo that's, that was designed for us, Mm. Like it's designed for the wrestling fans that have been following along. Like this was not attention. this was not a promo for the casual audience because the casual audience aren't going to know what Bailey means by you were called up and you mm. left me in NXT on my own. Yeah, a it was seven years ago mm. and or oh, six years ago, eight, eight, nearly eight, seven, eight years ago. Let's say it was a long, long time ago. Right. But also B and does a casual audience know what a roster call up means mm. and this and the other? So yeah. it was very much a promo for us. So it didn't get amazing crowd reactions. So you, I think that is a negative on this segment. But I think the content that actually and the delivery that they had, I thought was absolutely spectacular because this was you're right, Bailey being like, 
you left me. Mm -hmm. You got called up and I was left behind. You stole my spot. You stole my spot at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. That should have been me, but they chose you. So mm -hmm. I had to work twice as hard in order to get to the, the positions that you were handed. Yep. And Becky makes the very correct point because this is the reason why Bailey wasn't called up with Sasha and Charlotte and, and Becky was because they needed someone to be left behind. They needed a locker room leader to be left there. Because if they'd have called up all four of them, NXT at that time would have been absolutely decimated. Mm -hmm. It would have been Dana Brooke was the veteran mm -hmm. of, the, of the NXT women's locker room. So they had to keep Bailey down there to basically carry the division and get the next crop ready so for when she got caught up to the main mm -hmm. roster. So a lot of this was, was really, really fascinating. And then Bailey made the point, it's like, you only got over because another woman punched you in the face. Yeah, I really like, because Becky's response to Bailey initially was saying like, yeah, I, I did get caught up to the main roster, but I was never supposed to be the focal point of the division. I was just another body. I was a body on the I roster. I was a body on the roster to help, you know, fill it out. I was never supposed to be the man, but I made myself the man because I'm the best in this division. And I went on to main event, the first women's main event of WrestleMania, and I won that match, etc. And then, yeah, Bailey's line of, the only reason you became the man is because you got punched in the face by another woman. And I'm like, that's also correct. Oh, it is... It's great. This was great stuff. Just back and forth. I was like, both of them are right. Both of them are absolutely correct. And then because this segment has been sort of so heavily focused on kind of insider bits and bobs, like those mm. who have been paying attention for the last eight years, they then managed to switch that into making this a segment that works for the entire audience mm -hmm. that's been built over been watching the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Because it's Becky challenging Bailey to a match. Do you want a match? Yeah. You want a match next week? Yeah. We'll do it in a steel cage. Yeah! And then Becky's like, sound a little bit unsure of yourself there. And that mm -hmm. makes Bailey even more determined to say, yes, we're going to do this. But the second she said that really third and final yes, she was like, I've made a mistake. Yeah. I got worked into that. She goaded mm -hmm. me into that response. Yep. And it, yeah. And then it was Bailey trying to save face. And she was like, oh, you sound a little bit hesitant. I said, I said, no problem, you idiot. Like really trying to like cover the fact that she was hesitating. Like this was really well performed. Really well performed. Really, really good. I thought this was a really great promo segment. I, I thought it was awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Got us to a bit of a rocky start, but mm. boy, howdy, did it get great. They recovered the in the end. God. Yeah. Uh, Dolph Ziggler was warming up backstage and Mustafa Ali walked up to him to wish his luck on all those opportunities handed to him and then pushed him to the floor. Do I have your attention now? He said. He sure did. Yeah. Dave's doing something with Ali. The, yeah. other, the other thing wasn't cool. working. Pivoted. This is not bad. Cool. So, next up, and we're going to jump back a, a handful of segments here. Okay. Byron Saxton was standing outside the office of Adam Pearce. And he said, Adam Pearce's office has been busy all day today because every member of the Royal roster is going to him to try and make their pitches as to why they should be in the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. Love that. Really adding some, like, People want to be in the Royal Rumble because that is your ticket to WrestleMania. I really like that people want to be in the Rumble and it's important to be in the Rumble. Pick a lane. Do you announce yourself for the Rumble or do you do qualifying matches? You can't do both. See, I think you can. That's stupid. And I think you can because I think if you have, like, in, in your headcanon world, you can say, mm -hmm. like, Kofi Kingston's already had the conversation with Adam Pearce and has been allowed entry sure. into it. So Kofi's gone out there and be like, mm -hmm. I'm entering myself into the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. But as Akira Tozawa, someone mm -hmm. who hasn't won a lot of matches mm -hmm. lately, has to have a qualifying match to show that he could should be in the Rumble. That makes sense. 
Why did Ricochet need a qualifying match? The man who won the SmackDown World Cup. Well, it's only a World Cup, Pete. <laughs> and, and, then he, and then he lost to Gunther, so what did that game? Either way, uh, Santos mean- Escobar, who lost to Ricochet in the SmackDown World Cup, announced himself for the Rumble. And Ricochet was. Look, like- Pete, I'm not saying it's flawless, <laughs> all right? <laughs> Saying the theory's there. The Austin theory is there for it. Pick a lane. But, that's, yeah. all I'm, that's all I'm saying. But Byron Saxon was talking about this. Uh, Elias walks up. And Elias mm. is looking to speak with Pierce to get himself into the Royal Rumble because yep. he's lost a lot recently, including his best his best friend. No, no one buys the fact. When he said his best friend, I was like, who's he talking yeah, about? Who is he talking about? Uh, Matt Riddle. And then, then, then Penny John was like, oh, oh he's talking about Matt. Yeah, oh, because right. you're, you're second rate RK, uh, RK bro. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, sure. MVP walks out of adam pierce's locker room and he says my guy in there is the winner of the royal rumble 2023 i believe he said the 20 the 20 the winner of the 2023 royal rumble is all wrapped up and as he said that he kind of like straightened his tie to indicate that it was supposed to be him that he's talking about but obviously he wasn't i never at any point thought he was talking about himself yeah what it made it sound like is that he has got a new client mm. or it's, you know, a new member of the, well, it turned out it probably is a new member of the Hurt business, but like, it felt like it was a debut, a mm-hmm. call up or something along those lines. Because they never, they never said who it was. They were just mm-hmm. like, uh, you're going to see who it is. Yeah. And when you you're, go out for the match. You're, 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 you want a match with the winner of the 2023 Royal Rumble? We can make that happen tonight. So it's very choice was to try and make you think he's talking about himself, even though it never really sounded never like felt like it was. He was talking about himself. Yeah. Because then Elias is in the ring, and MVP comes out and he says, "You thought it was me?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think anyone thought that, bud." Yeah. And then he said, "No, it's this man." And I walked a moss. I'm like, "You've been managing him for a year. Why is this a surprise?" <laughs> but like Paul Heyman came out and was like, "It's, it's Brock Lesnar." I was like, well, "Of course." Of course, it's, of course it's Brock. You manage Brock Lesnar. I'm talking about old, old Paul Heyman. Like, yeah, of course. It, like, Paul Bearer came and was like, yeah, it's The Undertaker. Yeah, no, um, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Of course it's The Undertaker. Of course it's a mask. Why, why was this played out to be like, who could it possibly be? Yeah, I don't know. I, I wrote, what a reveal. It's the guy he's been managing for ages. Like, And they were like, Amos is back. I was like, has he been gone? I guess so, technically. He's not, well, he's not been on TV, but yeah. it's not like... He dis. That, like, that is gone, technically. But he wasn't written off TV. He just no. hasn't been there. I don't know. He's enjoyed nice catering. That's what he's had. So it's not like a Cody Rhodes return. It's like, oh my God, Cody Rhodes' <laughs> bag is like, oh yeah, Amos. I suppose he hasn't been on TV for yeah. a while, has he? Bit weird, that. When was Amos anyway. last on TV? Ah, goodness me. Yeah. So anyway, it was Amos and Amos won. It was, it was mad unimpressive and the crowd didn't care. Yeah. Beyond shocks. Um, next up, uh, Saxton did interview Pierce eventually, mm-hmm. and he said, "Like, hey, this week's good, but next week's gonna be better." Yeah, <laughs> like, pretty like, much. Hey, yeah. guys, guys, guys! I know we just had a moss, but please watch next week's show. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be good. I promise. Absolutely. Tazal walks up. He wants to have a like a tune-up match, a, a proving match yeah. to show that he should no, be an entrance. But to clarify, not a Rumble qualifying match. No, just it, a match to prove himself. Worthy, absolutely. Which again makes sense. If Pierce is just going to be the the you know the, the deciding factor, then don't have a Rumble qualifier on SmackDown. Just pick a lane. We then had Judgment Day versus Alpha Academy, which we sort of spoke about a little bit earlier. That's oh, funny. Uh, however, my highlight of this was uh, an exchange on commentary. Mm. This is beautiful. Oh, I've missed this, so please inform me. So 
they're just about to start the match. Damien Priest in the ring. Mm. And Corey Graves says, Damien Priest was in the ring for over an hour last week. And Kevin Patrick said, that's right. He was in there for 56 minutes. (laughs) 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 I get one of those. I'm going to skip back 10 seconds here. Like, did they just... (laughs) Really tickled me. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Alfred Academy of Baby Faces now. Otis did the caterpillar. Uh, and then Damien... Did he? He kind of just <laughs> fell instead of actually doing like an elbow drop. He kind of just got into his feet and was like, oh God. <laughs> just kind of fell on him. Oh, it was great. I thought the chaos theory to Damien Priest oh, was very, very lovely it though. It was. Uh, and then <sighs> Damien Priest did all the work, hit the uh, South of Heaven on Jad Gable and Dominic got the win. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I had a good great stuff. time. I had a great time. Fun match. And it is Dom in the match next week. Mm, sure is. Also, well, well, he's the one that won. So yeah, makes sense. Also, could be a good indication they're not winning next yeah, week. Yeah, it's true. Or imagine if they do. But it's Dominic Mysterio pinning oh, one of the Usos. Ex-Con Dom. Ex-Con Dom, everyone. Uh, up next, um, EO Sky came out for a singles match and I legit went, oh yeah, they're tag titles. <laughs> God, we haven't had one of those feuds for a while, have yeah. we? Lo yeah. and behold, this match was to set up a tag feud because Mia Yim came out and beat her and she was joined by Candice LeRae. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, cool. There's your new Franken team to go up against Damage Control. Just curious, did you write Candice LeRae on your notes? Um, no, I just came out Mia without with Candice. Oh, but when mm-hmm. I wrote my script, uh-huh. I initially wrote down mm-hmm. uh, Candice LeRae, mm-hmm. uh, but I changed it uh, to Candice <laughs> The Poison Pixie. <laughs> Luria. Luria. <laughs> of course, yeah. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I had a moment in this match where I was like, huh, the four people that are here at one point in time were a very important part of the NXT women's division. And I think it's pretty cool that they're all on Raw. Hey, all, pretty cool. all four women in this segment, this time last year, mm. wouldn't have thought we'd be back like, either in this position or mm-hmm. even in the company in the case of some people. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, three of them, question mark? Yeah, I can't remember when they all got released. Kai, Mia, Yim, and Candice? Well, Candice didn't renew her contract. She didn't get released. Yeah. But Ia was the only one that was in the company. Yeah, but she was already, like, the reports were she was on her way back yeah. to Japan. Yeah, but she was still with WWE, yeah. whereas the other three of them weren't. Yeah, yeah crikey. But I just thought it was very cool. I was like, I used to really like all of these women in NXT, and it's nice that they're on Raw now. That's cool. It's a shame you can't get much love for the SmackDown women's division, which needs help. Hey. But that's okay. It's got flair. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, next up, Bianca Belair called out Alexa Bliss taking this feud so seriously that she appears to be unbothered mm. by any of the spooky goth nonsense. Absolutely. And that's, I like Bianca Belair. Mm. I really like Bianca Belair's character. This is not endearing me to Bianca Belair's character. No. You've like, there is a middle ground between Seth Rollins crying because he sees the fiend mm-hmm. and Bianca Belair literally being like, this does not phase me at all. Yeah. And you know what that middle ground is? LA Knight. That's the middle ground. That's, you know what? Not bad. LA Knight is the middle ground. LA Knight is a guy who's just like, I acknowledge everything that's happening. I just don't care. Whereas Bianca Belair is just like, I'm not acknowledging anything that's happening. Yeah. LA Knight's there just popping open his can of Mountain Dew. Yeah. (laughs) 
It's like, I'm ready for it. Yeah. LA Knight is someone who's just like, yeah, this is really creepy and weird and spooky, but like, I'm still going to beat him up. Yeah. Like, that's fine. But you also feel like it does, yeah. it does bother Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. It's spooky nonsense. Exactly. He's trying to like cover that up and just being like, no, I'm still going to fight. I'm still yeah. in this kind of thing. Whereas yeah, didn't feel like... Bianca's just like, I'm the champion. Yeah, I didn't feel like uh-huh. Belair was that bothered about the fact that Alexa Bliss was had a mind taken over two weeks ago and destroyed yeah. her around ringside. And she she cracked her over the head with a vase. Yeah, three. Pretty, pretty well, serious. Well, huh? that was that was the other point, wasn't it? When we made this point when they had their match because they did the comedy spot at the start, and yeah. you know the argument that people gave was like, "It's because Bianca Belair doesn't take her seriously." Well, that make that's worse. Yes. She, she should be. She, she cracked you in the head with a vase yeah. the previous week. She, yeah. like, you should be taking this seriously, but she isn't. Vase or vase? I'd have said vase. Vase. Um, anyway, Bliss comes out and is about to enter herself into the Rumble. Mm. And Belair says, and I thought this was quite a cool line, why bother with the Rumble? We'll just have our title match at the Rumble. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's pretty good. She even says, because you feel like you're in control, I'll give you, you can choose the match type. Mm. And Bliss is like, what's the catch? She's like, there's none. Mm-hmm. We're going to fight now. Yeah. That, I thought, like, after Belair's initial performance, not great, but I thought the segment got really, really good. Uh, and they brawled into the crowd. There was no spooky goth nonsense. And then uh, Uncle Howdy appeared. Yep. With smoke. With 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 smoke and lights. And some spooky nonsense. And yep. and uh Alexa so Bianca Belair got distracted by this and Alexa Bliss DDC'd her on the floor. She was gonna do a KOD through two chairs, and I kind of just wanted to see that spot. Bit well, sad it didn't happen. But you, yeah. you probably will do, Pete, because I feel like we're gonna get either an extreme rules match or a false count anywhere match, and that will likely be one of the finishes, mm-hmm. if, if not the finish, because Alexa Bliss sure as hell ain't winning this match. Or is she? No, she's not, because it's going to be Bianca Belair versus Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. Or is it? Pete, do you think Bliss, Bliss is going to win? Bliss is going to win? She might. <laughs> the whole Uncle Howdy thing. I think she will. No, because like the Uncle Howdy thing, the reported plan apparently is it's going to be Bray versus Uncle Howdy at WrestleMania, a match I I don't want to see. No, that has got projected maggots on the <laughs> ring levels of, that's a bit silly, that. Yeah. Anywho, uh, next up, which might actually have been my favorite thing on the show. It actually might have been my match of the night. Akira Tozawa came out for his match, his Royal Rumble proving match. And out came Bronson Reed. Bronson f- Reed! Let's go! I love Bronson Reed so much. I'm so happy he's back. As tall as he is wide. Oh, this man. man. I love this man so much. And like, I forgot how much I loved him until I started watching him wrestling here again. I was like, this is why I love Bronson Reed. He's so good. Dude, it was. Ow. I just need the table. It was so good. Like, Tazawa got in a brief bit of, like, a brief flurry, and then Reed was like, no powerbomb into the barricade. <laughs> it was a real powerbomb in the barricade. So, yeet. Here is why this, for me, was so, so awesome. Mm-hmm. When Bronson Reed came out, he got, and I'd mean this with no disrespect whatsoever, a Mia Yim reaction. Sure. In that, this is a casual audience who do not know this man. They were even referencing this on commentary. This may be the, like, the first time most of you will be seeing this man wrestle because <clears throat> not everyone watched NXT, not everyone watched the stuff he did in New Japan once he got released from WWE. For, I would say, a good 70%, 75 maybe even 80% of the audience, this is the first time they've seen Bronson Reed mm-hmm. wrestle, particularly in WWE. Yeah. And so he comes out, no reaction. By the end of this match, 
this crowd was so in- when he climbed to the top rope there was a legit gasp like air sucking and like <gasps> yeah is that what he's gonna do mm-hmm. like it really felt like it. everything he did was like a, a leveling up and a leveling up and a leveling up and the more he did the more the crowd got into it he did so much more to get this crowd invested in one two minute squash than a moss has done in two years mm-hmm. and a moss has had chance after chance after chance after chance and no one gives a flying swig but bronson reed goes out there one two minute squash with akira tozawa and i was like that dude rolls also massive credit to akira tozawa oh yeah his selling in this match made bronson reed look like a million bucks which is why we're talking about it like it is both of them did such a good job in this, this match. rad absolutely loved it uh byron sackton interviewed seth rollins he did his usual seth rollins stuff mm-hmm. and it led into our main event of seth rollins versus finn balor versus the miz versus dolph ziggler versus baron corbin versus bobby lashley a six-pack elimination match mm. the elimination bit i actually forgot so when the miz so was eliminated I. I was like why isn't the match over yeah and then they went the miz has been eliminated i was like oh that'd be why yeah forgot that bit uh, because it went really long mm. before they did any eliminations which i thought was really really good yeah i would have i thought they did a decent job of kind of keeping the pace high and keeping like a lot of the interactions with people fresh i think it would have been cool if they had a bit more like triple threat fatal four-way type spots where a lot of people were interacting they had that occasion with like someone would hit a move and then someone would hit a move on that person kind of thing they did that quite a lot in this match but i would have preferred like a few more team-ups a few like things to show that it's a bit more of a six-person match i I, I think i disagree with that i thought actually there was quite a lot of that uh, throughout, uh, you know, I thought there was the times when uh, Dolph um, Baron was teaming up with fellow baddie Finn. There was some stuff like along those lines. The Miz and Dolph Ziggler sort of, you know, seemed to be like targeting each other, but then at one time were working with each other to eliminate Bobby Lashley and stuff. I thought like Seth and uh, there was Seth and I, mean, I think it might have been Seth and Dolph. Seth and Dolph. They could do with some stuff with Lashley as well. There was some. I thought there was some really really nice stuff in there. The bit that made me laugh the most though was because um, Austin Theory came out to provide commentary. And he sat there at the commentary desk and he says, look, I'm the future of this company. All I see around here is the past. And the camera was focused on the Miz fighting Dolph Ziggler. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Boy, howdy, ain't that the truth theory? But I thought this match was dead, dead fun. Um, Mm. But it was very clear from the start, particularly after the spot we had last week, this match was about one person and one person only. And that one man's name was Bobby Lashley. Yep. Because... He was the focus of a lot of the spots. He got hit with the Fame Master and the Skull Crushing Finale in quick succession, and he kicked out of it like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. The commentary constantly talked about how you won't want to face Bobby Lashley. You, but what a dominating force. That's not the man that you want to win. It was very clear that Bobby was winning this match. I am not against that, though. I'm not the person who's like, the finish was obvious, so it's clearly rubbish. Like I don't care about that sort of thing. You know, it's for me, it's if you can find a way to make that interesting and add some storyline wrinkles into it. Mm -hmm. Case in point, Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega, Mm. full gear. We all went into that knowing that Hangman Page, apart from Molly Davis, we all went into that knowing that Hangman Page was winning, but it was about how we Mm -hmm. were getting to that point. And the way we got to this point here is that a Moss and MVP came out. And Bobby Lashley looked at those two lads like, well, I've been, I feuded with you a lot last year. We had a WrestleMania match Mm. last year. And it wasn't good. And we did so we did it three more times. And so he thought they were coming out to stop him or interfere in his matches, but they were actually there to help him, mm. which is sort of confusing for Bobby in a little way. Like yeah. a muscle one point threw Seth Rollins over the table. 
it was that allowed the Baron Corbin elimination spot. Bobby Lashley only eliminated one person. That was Baron Corbin. And he only got that through a Moss and MVP. Well, he eliminated two people technically with the finish as well. But, and, yes. but then, that's what the point I was going to make next was. Mm. And the finish was directly MVP stopped Seth Rollins, distracted him while Rollins was on a flurry. And that allowed Lashley to spear Rollins got the pin. Mm. So both of Lashley's pins came from help in a way, via MVP and Amos. However, the match was also structured to show you he did not need that help. Yeah, so exactly. It accomplished quite a lot in, in a very short space of time. And it, you know, the, the focus of the, the ending of the show, as it should be, was Austin Theory holding up the title, Bobby Lashley pointing at him being like, next week, it's me versus you for that belt. But now there is these questions over, okay, well, what does that mean for next week then? Is Amos and MVP going to help? Now? Like next week, are we going to have the Hurt Business reunite. Bobby Lashley wins the US title, and one of our closing moments of the show is the Hurt Business back together with Cedric, with Shelton, and new member Amos. Mm -hmm. I mean, you had me up until the last word. Well, I, I, I agree, but also this was you that said it. Sure did. So, I mean, so this is your fault, Pete. That's correct. In the same way that it's mine and Ollie's fault that Charlotte Flair immediately returned and won the belt, mm -hmm. this is 100% your fault that Omos is going to be in the Hurt Business. Yeah. But... You, you know, honestly, if Omos doesn't wrestle and he's on the outside and he does his big man things, that is the best use of Omos. Hey, it was the best use of him when he was tagging with AJ. It's exactly it. When he was doing uh, stupid things like in the TLC match when he got hit with a chair and no-sold it, Peak Omos. That is perfect use of Omos. If he's just a muscle on the outside, perfect. Just don't have him wrestle. Do you think Lashley wins next week? I want to say no, because I think they want to do US title for Theory and Cena at Mania. I think having the US title on the line adds a little bit. I agree, actually, yeah. Um, but they could very uh, easily do Lashley wins, and then you have Cena try and i don't know console theory and be like hey kid i see a lot of me and you and blah blah, blah. theory's like shut up let's have a match and then they go to it that way or you know lashley wins but you get the belt off before mania sure could do it that way yeah yeah i mean i i i think there's a strong possibility that lashley does win next week yeah uh, unless of course like if you're going to do some of this her business stuff and it's going to lead to lashley versus a moss again which i, I don't oh. I, I mean i don't don't think that'll be the case i but... don't think that'll be the case either uh, I also just like to point out as well that Baron Corbin hit the deep six in this match. Finn Balor kicked out. <laughs> so, Kevin Patrick! <laughs> and I was waiting for Kevin Patrick to be like, or you not many people kick out. I was like, oh, he didn't say it this He didn't week. say it, but just want to point out, Kevin Patrick, that lots of people kick out of the deep six. So, I will be keeping track of this. Just to, so for you know, the sake of uh, clarity, uh, completion, I guess. Mm -hmm. Rollins eliminated Miz. He then yep. eliminated uh, Ziggler with the pedigree. Yep. He uh, Finn got eliminated with the stomp after he hit the coup de gras. Mm -hmm. Then Which Corbin was, was very good. Then Corbin was eliminated by Lashley, and then Lashley pinned Rollins. Yes. Well, I mean, I gave the show three out of five yep. uh, in the edited review. What would you have said? Yeah, also a three out of five. I think that is totally fair. Um, like we said at the we kind of gave our review of the show at the start, but just like this was a pretty solid show. Uh, I thought they achieved what they wanted to achieve. There was nothing blow away amazing. Oh my God, you have to go out of your way to watch this. But it was just a, a very good, solid show. Good. Three out of five. Yeah. That's from here. Tony just said, Cena should help Theory next week. That'd be weird. What if you, yeah, but then you do like a, a Cena Theory tag match at a Elimination Chamber. 
and then, and then you could release a t-shirt that's like for their team name and then they split up before us and you do them. like you basically y2aj this uh uh he's gonna get there everyone Wait, give, him, give him time we're already running slightly over but i'll give you time you can't a town down me no no you can't theory uh-huh yeah uh-huh uh-huh Yep, 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 yep. Mm. Uh, I reckon Theory can do better raps than uh, Johnson as well. Yeah, probably. Historically terrible rapper. Yeah. Uh, 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 hustle, loyalty, and Theory. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Got it, guys. Got the team name. Anyway, it's time to shout out to our, uh, <laughs> our Patreon backers over here. Let me hit the Hall of Fame music. Uh, it is time to give a special shout out, special thanks to our $25 and above Patreon Pledge Hammers. It's Wednesday tomorrow. You know what that means. It's another episode in the Patreon podcast world because it will be Wrestle Talk after dark. Woo! We're recording it shortly after this, and we're going to have a grand old time doing it as well. Yeah, it's going to be me, Luke, and Tempest. Uh, we're going to be having a couple drinks. I need to go get the drinks. Uh, and then we'll be answering some of your questions and just having a grand old time and probably talking about bolognese and service stations. Seen Austin uh, was the suggestion from Seen Ch Austin. Because the A. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seen yeah, yeah, yeah. Nation. Seen A-Town Down. It's, I mean, that's, unfortunately, they just don't work together. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so we get that tomorrow. Then the following week will be mine and Ollie Davis's review of Royal Rumble 2005. Mm. Speaking of John Cena, in fact, yes. it's the Rumble with the completely blown finish and two blown out knees. Yes. Uh, but if you are one of our $25 and above Patreon pledge hammers, you get your name read out on the podcast, such as these fine folk, probably better than Kyle, Philip O'Reilly. The man who wears the gold, the man recognized by SWAF Nation International as the 24-7 champion. <laughs> What a throwback. Our legend. Reese Cook. What the rock is smelling. Daylight robbery. Rob James. Willie Big E. Singleton. Yo, Adrian. Rocky. Ross Pooper Scooper Cooper. Rue the day. Rory O'Brien Kelly. The man with the scoops. Sean. The movie Luke has never seen. Selena. It's like a lot of people in the United Kingdom. Here's why. Simon Dormer. And finally for the Hall of Fame class of the 17th of January 2023. The Pharaoh. Stephen Mazafaro lovely stuff um it's also worth noting as well that that royal rumble 2005 show was uh like my first live back uh pay-per-view back into watching wrestling oh, wow after i'd given up in 2000 i watched new year's revolution 2005 but i mm. watched it on uh vhs because mm. uh, my friend's mum had taped it and sent it to us at university mm. um and then i watched royal rumble live because a girl broke up with me mm. and my friend took me because he was going to watch it at a friend's house as a way to try and cheer me up huh. the more you know the more you know and I, one of the first things I said was, wow, Randy Orton, lad's well boring. <laughs> I think my first pay-per-view uh, live after watching wrestling game was Royal Rumble 2011. Really? The 40-man one. Big, oh, big Rumble. Yeah. Won that Alberto one. You sure did. Uh, let's get into your remaining Ultra Chats. Thank you very much to all those get involved. Last chance, everyone. Rustalk.com forward slash support. Stephen Kors here says, what if The Rock shows up via satellite? Because he couldn't make it and he gives a shout out to Sammy, causing Roman to take it out on Sammy. 
Uh, yeah. I think it's uh, not as strong as some other options, but it's not bad. Uh, Joe Strikes here, an interesting one. Don't forget Triple H is trying to make all pay-per-views matter, like Wyatt debuting the Extreme Rules, for example. I wouldn't be surprised if Rock costs Roman the belt at Elimination Chamber, where it's least expected. You mean Sami Zayn wins at Elimination Chamber in Montreal? Then Rock and Roman main event WrestleMania without the belt. Sami Zayn won the belt, yes. Ryan here says, what if Bloodline turn on Sammy at Raw 30, Sammy mm-hmm. enters the Rumble to win slash get revenge, mm-hmm. makes it to the final four, the Usos eliminate Zayn from the outside to screw him, Zayn successfully vouches for the Chamber title match, loses, then reunites with Owens to face the Usos at Mania. A lot of that is what we've all sort of figured that they would do. It's the tag match at Mania. Mm-hmm. It's Owens and Zayn versus the Usos with the Zayn match at Elimination Chamber along the way. Yeah. But I like the little way to get to that point. I... You know, I think that's a very realistic booking choice. I don't like it because Sammy doesn't win. <laughs> but that's just me. Uh, like, uh, you can't have The Rock return via satellite. Hasn't stopped them before. <laughs> okay, but hasn't stopped them before. I think he's done more returns via satellite than he has anything else. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Mosher here says, what if Sammy gets made into an official Bloodline member on next week's show? Like all the elders actually like him and Roman makes it official. That's also fun. But haven't we done the officially in the bloodline thing a handful of times now what if he actually changes his ring name to sammy uso he's not sammy dane anymore he's actually sammy uso from then on that, that's good he stops becoming the honorary use and is just that's why i thought we've already stopped doing that as well like i thought he was he's just wearing now. the t-shirt yeah i thought he was just like after war games mm. you know you're now just part of this group i don't think they made it official feels like they do this every other week yeah we'll see uh unfortunately a name that we've lost unknown user with a very generous uh, ultra chat as well so thank you very much has said hey boyos this is very sad it's my first time ultra chat oh, i'm man. so i'm so so sorry if you're in the chat please let us know and if there's any moderators that can let us know who this is thank you great. very much thank you uh, i absolutely love the judgment day versus and say that's alpha academy yeah match i'd uh, love to see babyface otis again hope you guys have a great rest of your day god bless and jam that jam thank, thank you very, very much. much kevin has said prediction seth enters number one cody ends at number two <laughs> So we can have a Cody-esque performance and make the headlines such as OMG, Cody runs the distance after his purple tit injury. What a hero. Also, don't Google Raw Triple X. Yeah, don't Very, very good point. That, Kevin, is not a bad shout. I absolutely think Cody's going to be either one or two. I don't know about Seth. I think that's a really good idea. Um, run it back. Why not? I actually I almost prefer it the other way around. Cody is number one. Mm-hmm. Seth is number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... Yeah. I think that's because you you know that Cody is in mm. the Rumble. Yeah. So Seth coming out at number two is like ah the man who the the, the last person that he beat mm. the person yada 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 yeah. I think that'd be really good. Also Cody doing the Iron Man performance but mm-hmm. not winning. Yeah. I'll be into that. Not bad. Yeah. Charles Berg adrenaline in my soul. Rip tits fixed. It's Cody Rhodes. Nice. I was initially concerned about the pitch black match, but now that I know it's a Mountain Dew pitch black match, my <laughs> concerns have vanished. Which MVP was done with all, uh, Amo- almost? So, oops, sorry, Amos. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Charles, I mean, you honestly, I usually get a ten out of ten yeah. with, with your jokes and puns and stuff. That was a that was a real swing and a miss there, bud. Almost. I mean, Amos. Hmm. Yeah. Um, however. I, the, the whole Mountain Dew thing, like Crivens. Great. It, I, I think it, that match is going to struggle. I mean, my three count, three word prediction was match gets booed. Yeah. Because I think it will get booed. Yeah. Um, 
I think Ollie's prediction for 2023 was underwhelming first match, I think is probably going to ring true. Yeah. I don't know when Bray Wyatt came back, he was like, you know what I want to have? I want to have a Mountain Dew sponsored. Yeah, I, that's the type. thing, right? Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's a Mountain Dew sponsored wrestling match. Yeah. And that's fine, but it's the Bray Wyatt return match. Mm. Yeah. Like it just it completely undermines everything that that Bray's trying to it's do. With so anti Bray Wyatt. Yeah, it's just a bit weird, but whatever. Very very bizarre. Uh, that unknown user, by the way, was Cody Moody Five. That's the person that does the edits on Twitter. Thank you so much. What a good guy. Thank uh, you, Cody. Ben Vlerick says, New Year, haven't watched WWE in years. Finally got back into it because of Triple H has taken over, but can't help but sense a dark cloud hanging above with Vince. Man, I really hope he doesn't return because I love this company right now. I'm finally enjoying it again. Mm -hmm. I also love how there's more focus on other titles since Roman is barely there and how these titles are getting defended on TV. Used to be that they were barely featured on TV or pay-per-view. Last week, the tag titles, now the US title. Shame that doesn't apply to the women's tag titles. Uh, yes, that that is true. Um, yeah, the Vince thing, it's... I mean, we did this on a, a number of podcasts now where it was like a case yeah. of it was not if, it was going to be when. Um, yeah. Apparently, he's already making suggestions. Sure is. But, you know, I watched this episode of Raw and I didn't really, apart from Amos, I guess, feel like a, a Vince suggestion yeah, thing. Yeah, no, no. But Triple, H was, but Triple H had Amos on the show when he was doing creative yeah. as well, so it's not yeah. like it's exclusively a Vince idea. Ten Rizza, I think we'll see Vince on screen next week and can see him returning to creative as well. Updated SEC filing said he doesn't need approval to mm -hmm. make big WWE decisions. I think he'll be back in the next couple of weeks. Interested to see where Triple H goes. Do you think TK will buy? No. No. Uh, I also don't want him to either. No. Um, I'd, 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 Tony Khan, I think it's out. I think it's, if anything, I would, if I was the Khan family, I'd have just put that news out so that you could just a troll. Like yeah, zero interest in doing it. Be like, yeah, but this will this will get yeah. people talking, won't it? And it's also something that uh gets AEW in the same sort of conversation as Disney and Saudi Arabia Absolutely. and things like that. Absolutely. Like that's that's good for AEW. It's good PR yeah. for AEW. Uh and also, yeah, uh, I, I think I said this initially when uh reports of Vince came back to the company. He can't help himself. Of he's he there now and he sees creative that he doesn't like he's like well i need to change that well the f i mean the first thing he said was i'm not gonna be returned to the office yeah like a week and a half later he's, he's back, back in, in the his office. office yeah why would you ever take his word yeah for anything it's been it's vince mcmahon it's vince mcmahon yeah uh and yeah you're absolutely right the sec filings uh this came out just before we came on air as well uh he no longer needs approval i, I think when it comes to big WWE decisions it's more like the sale yeah as yeah. opposed to... He doesn't need approval anymore. Creative. He, to, from stockholders, that is. Yes. He can literally just make choices. Jeremy Ham, Like the Usos intervened during Sammy's match last week, next week Sammy will turn up to help the Usos without invite and cost them the belt. Spark started the downfall. Future episode... K, uh, future ep KO later says to Sammy, I didn't want payback. I don't want the title back. I want my friend back. That's a good line. I also enjoy Zayn getting involved to help the usos uh does he cost them the belts i don't know it'd be or, the biggest thing or is it just a dq loss for the usos keep the belts but they lose i'm gonna tag team these two together mm. the judgment day usos matches the opener mm -hmm. the acknowledgement segments the main event well that's good so if sammy cost usos the titles mm. sammy's then in that main event segment Ooh. with the usos Ooh. and every generation of the bloodline yes Oh, that's good. 
That's good. Because the whole time, Sam and the Usos are going to be uh, standing there, and Jay's just going to be giving him evils the whole time, and Sammy's not going to be making eye contact. He's going to be like, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to do that. And then Jay's going to be like, I'm so pissed at you, but I can't say anything during this acknowledgement. I love this story. It's good, but I think that's actually not a bad idea. Not a bad idea at all. Afraid we lost the username, unknown user said, I was at Raw, and it was my birthday today. For God's sake, Streamlabs! I'm so, so sorry. Please let, let us the, know who this is. Please let the moderators know. Uh, I got to see a killer main event and sing Rollins' song. Also, those chairs Bianca said it was put Alex through were uncomfortable <laughs> as F. Jam that jam. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Uncomfortable chairs. Sorry, you had a bad time. But uh, yeah, it was good. Vandalia 1998 said, When Bailey said, I didn't need damage control to beat you before, I don't need them next week to beat you. I was wondering if it's leading to damage control turning on Bailey and maybe a face turn for her. I've thought for a while they were going to do a damage control split or someone fracturing from it. That was my three count prediction was yeah. that one of them eliminates Bailey from the rumble. I feel like there's so much more mileage that they haven't got out of damage control, but I don't know if they ever will. So you can just turn her, turn them, I guess. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just, yeah. Uh, just checking. Oh, wow. Five minutes Whoa. ago. Um, that seemed like a big headline from what I saw. Vince McMahon sued by Detroit Peace and Fire Retirement Peace? System. Police, sorry. It's because <laughs> I was reading the next word. By Detroit Police and Fire Retirement System. Interesting. According to Sportico, this is from WrestleTalk.com. According to Sportico, the suit filed in Delaware's Court of Chancery on January 12th seeks a declaration that the word uh, that would completely block, effectively block, effectively block McMahon from regaining control of WWE's board and prevents him from leading a sale of the company. Interesting. The Fire and Police Retirement System also requested the suit be treated as a class action. Mm -hmm. The lawsuit accuses McMahon of trying to quote impose his personal will on WWE and its board by purporting to adopt a package of invalid and inequitable bylaw amendments that would hamstring the board from making critical business decisions, end quote. The suit alleges that McMahon's actions go against section 141 of the Delaware General Corporation Law and WWE's charter. A lot of snore words involved in that. Um, the, this article continues. The suit was filed before Vince McMahon repeat, uh, repelled all January 5th amendments. What did I say? Repelled. Sorry, repealed all January 5th amendments in his new filing yesterday, January 16th, as well as stating he no longer requires stockholder approval for his actions. All further news regarding Vince McMahon can be found at this link. It's being sued again. Second one. That's his, second, that's his second lawsuit since coming back. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I love the sorry, your bow boy. Yeah, those chairs were uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> talking about this big news, I was like, actually, guys, those chairs we'll were talk uncomfortable. Talk about the chairs for a minute here. Uh, I'm gonna a hot tag across to you. Oh, do, do you know what? The birthday message was from your boy baby, who I was just referencing there. So there you go. Thank you very much. Happy birthday to you, and a happy birthday from the moderating team as well. Happy uh, Easter. Hot tag. Uh, uh, on the subject of who should win the Rumble slash the Royal Rumble in general, Valet Mama Dapudi's been a member for 20 months in a row. Whoa, 20 months. Uh, one way you can trade is you Brett Luger it, have both Sammy and Cody win. I don't like it. Don't like that at all. I'm I sorry. don't like it. Don't like that at all. No. It doesn't give either of them anything. No, exactly. Which sucks. Uh, Vandalia 1998 uh, said uh, maybe they could do a, a 2005 yeah. or 94 rumble where they both uh, Cody and Sammy go over and hit the floor at the same time I think one it's not very satisfying to have two winners and also there's so much chance of that going wrong well okay let's put it this way the 1994 Rumble is not a very well-regarded Rumble, particularly no. because of that finish. And the 2005 one was a botch. Yes. Well, they so, had to restart the match. Yeah. And Vince McMahon tore his quads. It's not also not great. Uh, so, I, yeah, I don't think those are the best examples to 
do a, a, a joint yeah. winner thing. I'm I'm against a the Rumble needs a winner. Yes, I agree. And that winner then goes on to face the champion for WrestleMania. Exactly. I agree. Those are the, the stipulations you set up, and that's what you should pay off. Yeah. Uh, we have another unknown user here. I'm so sorry. sorry. Again, if this is you, let us know. Uh, continuing with the Royal Rumble talk, who else do you think will show up? Surprise-wise, I'm talking about both the men's and women's Rumbles. Hashtag Jam that Jam. Uh, I don't think Ollie was completely out of line when he thought Nia Jax mm-hmm. for a Rumble return. Absolutely. Um, Lana's, I don't think it's a bad shout either. Mm-hmm. Um, for the men's side of things, I mean, you'd probably pick one of the legends, like you'd have Farouk come out, or you'd mm-hmm. have, uh, I think, JBL entering into the Rumble, uh, I think would be a lot of fun. Particularly if yeah. Baron Corbin's in the ring already. Mm-hmm. I think that's, yeah. some, that's some humor to be done around those. I'd Corey Graves down as a Rumble mm-hmm. entrant. Uh, Matt Cardona. Slash yeah. Zack Ryder, I think would be in it. That'd yeah. be cool. I think that'd be really cool. A, a debut in Nick Aldis. Mm-hmm. Be rad. Yeah. As uh, as they buy the entirety of NWA, <laughs> according to Ollie's prediction. Um, and they're all one entry. Uh, David Evans said, Hi Luke, hi Pete, not Raw related. Just wanted to say that I enjoyed each of your respective recent appearances on Coexisting After Dark with Rob and Maggie over hey. on Final Select. Always good to see collabs with other wrestling podcasters. L- it was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. I love Rob and Maggie so yeah. much. Uh, they're a great duo and they're lovely people. Uh, Casey Harris said, uh, Howdy gang, I'm an odd fan where I listen to wrestling commentary only because everything airs while I'm at work. It's been harder to do with WWE WWE, but AEW is very fun to listen to despite Taz repeating himself every five seconds to show how smart slash funny he is. I will not have any slander against Taz commentary. Taz commentary is wonderful. Not on, not on this stream, sir. Ah, singing along to Ruby Soho's theme. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> He's having fun. He's having fun. Uh, Thomas Solazano has been a, become a member. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, my friend. Uh, Ryan Singh said, uh, just going uh, back to, to Usos versus Judgment Day for just the Raw belts, do you not think they're doing that because it makes the result more unpredictable? If it was for both belts, we 100% know Usos would win. Also, met Dan Layton on the train on Sunday. What a lovely guy. He sure is. He yeah. is a lovely guy. Yeah, that was the point that we were sort of making uh, earlier in the made, show. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a case of if it was for both titles, you'd be like, yeah, probably the users are winning, but them just being for one belt, it makes both arguments. Seeds what? of doubt. Exactly. It's just like, well, why would they only do it if it's just for the raw titles if they mm-hmm. won and take the belts off them? But that argument also applies the other way around of because it made you think they might take the belts off of them. Exactly, yes. Uh, Jay O'Fellow has been a member for 10 months in a row. Said, uh, I was going to say Cody was going to win with all the promos he was getting on Raw just in case Rock couldn't make it like last minute, but I'm fine with this. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, Cody feels like the number one guy to win the Rumble currently uh, if The Rock's not on the show next week. Yes. Uh, and just for clarity, the unknown user we mentioned before in that last one was Lisa Battles. Thank you very much, Thank Lisa you very much. Battles. Thank you all so much for your amazing Ultra Chats throughout this show. If you're watching this on demand, please get your comments in down below. What did you think of this episode of Monday Night Raw? Surprises do you expect? Who do you think is going to win the Royal Rumble? Next week, it is Raw 30. So it's a big show next oh, week. Oh, yeah. We've got the AEW review coming up this week. We'll have Royal Rumble predictions next week. Mm. But also, the 10-hour Royal Rumble Randomizer will be next Wednesday, the mm. 25th of January, 2023, starting at 12 p.m. GMT, which I think will be like, I don't know. What's at, at 7 a.m. Eastern. 7 a.m. Eastern is when yep. it's going to be starting. Uh, so get your alarm clock set, although just join us when you get when you wake up. But we're going to be watching random Royal Rumbles. We've got a wheel that will spin. It will select the Royal Rumble. We'll load that up on the network. I'm sorry for you watching on Peacock. Go get yourself uh, Surfshark. Uh, and then we'll watch 
those Royal Rumbles together. Use the code Push Tucker. Absolutely. Use the code, use the code Push Tucker. Absolutely. We're going to have a fun time doing it. We're going to watch as many Royal Rumbles as we can mm -hmm. in those 10 hours. Yes. That's the way that we're working this. Mm -hmm. um, there's, and this is because we've just passed 70,000 subscribers. We'd love to do even better than that when mm -hmm. we get to it. So maybe we'll have some fun incentives along the way. Maybe we'll add some more time on or something, or we'll add fun to it. Let's add fun to the stream. It's going to be really boring unless you guys make it fun. It's right? about time we made some good C. Exactly, yeah. Because the last time we did this, we did nothing but good C. Mm. So we really need to do some more of that again. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to be on the stream. I'm sorry to those who don't like me. I'm on the stream for the entire 10 hours. We're mm. going to have some uh, rotating guest of cast. Although I think some people, when I asked earlier who's available for the stream, everyone just said yes. So I think you may see a lot of, yeah, a lot of familiar faces. Well, we'll see, won't we? It's fun to watch Royal Rumbles with your pals. Oh, so, it's going to be yeah. so, so much fun. I'm really looking forward to it. And you guys are included in the pals. It's, Absolutely, it's, it's, yeah. It's a big pal watching session. We want you to join in with us. We want you joining in the conversation. Let us know your favorite Royal Rumbles. Uh, and I'm really intrigued to see what Rumbles we get mm. from the randomizer. Yeah. So this that... is where we only get the bad ones. Oh, but that would be fun though, wouldn't it? I don't know, man. <laughs> what, what Rumble would you want? 2018. Men's 2018. Oh, wow. it's, it's, like, good, it's like my favorite It's, it's like the best Rumble ever. It's yeah. my favorite Rumble. Yeah. On, on a personal note, it means a lot to me and what I was doing at the time with the friends I was with and how drunk I was uh, made it a very special Rumble. So I want to watch that again. Uh, I'm really hoping for 2001. Mm, of course. It's, it's my personal favorite yep, Rumble ever. Of course. Uh, not just because Kane makes it to the final two, mm -hmm. uh, but obviously the Drew Carey spot mm -hmm. uh, is amazing. Yep. Ra Ravens in it as well. Yeah. So it's yeah, a, yeah, you know, a five out of five Rumble. Yeah. I'll be gutted if we get the 2000 Rumble because that Rumble is absolutely bobbins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't rate the 2002 one much either. No. So like, if I get either side, I'll be really gutted. Some of the early ones might be not fantastic. Yeah, if we get yeah. if we get like an eight, if we get 88, it's like yeah. half an hour. We'll, yeah. get, we'll get two of them in. Yeah, it's true. So that will be next Wednesday, the 25th of January. Good point. Point, is the greatest Royal Rumble included? I did have it down. If the greatest <sighs> Royal Rumble's on there, that's going to take up a good half of the stream. That Rumble's well long. It's well long and it's quite boring. I don't wanna! <laughs> but dude, we get to laugh at Yokozuna. <laughs> we get Titus World Slide! We get Titus World Slide. Oh, yeah. Okay, maybe there's some redeeming qualities. There's some redeeming. Roderick Strong's in that Rumble. Yeah. Oddly, it's just like, oh yeah, look, it's Roderick Strong. Big cast was the runner up. Because <laughs> we need. 50 odd people here yeah. so um it's anyway. for, the, for the big green belt that's next wednesday uh, the 25th of january starting at 12 p.m gmt mark it in your calendars we cannot wait to see you all there but until then i have been luke owen d a d your gem that champion and quizzlemania champion that has been chopper pete quinnell gem that jam Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 